Pastor Brother Bowles, Pastor around, please. All right. Amen. And uh, the first hour, you got to put up with me. And the last hour is the best part of the times. So uh, put up first with the, uh, the slag on the top and then after the gem at the bottom. How is that, brethren? Is it all right? Make sure you give the elder one to before you run a material here. All right. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I didn't put all the banners together. We're not very optimistic, I guess. Around the material, same materials. Hey, folks. All right. We're going to talk about. Uh, does this thing rise at all? We're going to help this place out. You got better materials for us here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me without me touching that microphone? Good. I don't want to touch it. I want to talk to you first. Let's read a scripture here. Galatians 3 9 says, So they that which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. They which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. We're blessed with faithful Abraham. Take my head off the house of the Lord here. All right, I want to talk to you about a young man called, uh, his name is uh, Joseph. Joseph, in the Bible, he was very colorful, but he's not known as for his colorfulness. He's known as for his character. You can be colorful, but not having the character that you need. And so we can have the outward appearance of being colorful, looking great. And that's the first thing that I mentioned. He was a guy dressed up in all the fine, fancy colors. But that's not what defined Joseph. What defined him was he became famous for the character that he characterizes. Right. And also the life of Joseph was... Uh, he started out being defamed as a sinner, but he ended up recognized as a savior. He started out, they looked at him as a sinner, and yet he turned out to become the savior of not only his own family, but the whole world in Egypt. And Joseph taught me the steps of greatness is number one, he was first faithful, then he was fruitful, and then he was frugal, and then he was famous. Faithful, fruitful, frugal, famous. Joseph, the Bible says his fruit goes over the wall. His fruit goes, his, his branch goes over the wall. Well, always mean obstacles. He just couldn't keep him down. He climbed right over that wall. That book you have in your hand is about faithfulness. This conference is about faithfulness. Faithfulness. A man may have talents and gifts and all these superior things that really affect our natural man. But the guy's not faithful. 
in anything or in one thing, it will be faithful in anything. And Joseph's life is characterized by faithfulness, fruitfulness, frugalness. Then he became famous. So I got some points to mention to you. I can't read this material right now because if I did, we'd be here all day, all night. <laughs> so I didn't give it to you yesterday. I give it to you today. You gotta take it home and read read it here also before tomorrow and get some ideas from it. But it's it's something you should read. But Joseph never built an altar. Joseph never wrote a book. Never preached a sermon. Never played an instrument. Never sang a song. Never lead an army. Was never known for an archery. Never got invited to speak. Never record a call on his life. Never owned anything. Never had a conversation with God that we know of. There's no record that God ever spoke to him. And there's no record of any notable prayer that he prayed. Amen. Joseph never had a following. Those are things that make people feel like they're great and wonderful. Joseph never had those things. Now, I can assume he knew God. I can assume he prayed. But those were not the highlights of his life. God didn't mention that. He just said Joseph was colorful. Colorful. So what makes Joseph prominent? His personal resume or personal bio is that he was a dreamer. He was the man with vision. And he was upright when you contrast him to his brother. This guy, how he was. He was a youth, but he had insight. He was a young guy, at least 16, 17. He was more faithful than his brothers were in what was entrusted to him. In fact, he was faithful in the history of this man's life. He was faithful to his brothers who betrayed him. He was faithful to those that entrusted things in his hand. Yeah. In prison, he was faithful. In Potiphar's house, he was faithful. In Pharaoh's kingdom, he was faithful. This guy was personified by faithfulness. His father entrusted him with the colorful garment. God entrusted him with dreams and visions. God entrusted him with opportunities of greatness as well as to retaliate when he could have. God entrusted him with leadership. God entrusted him with authority. Joseph, colorful man, and yet powerful. Not based on the colors that was attracted to offer attention, but it's the inner value of this man. Faithful. And here's where Joseph shone the brightest. In the darkest moment of his life, he was the brightest. He shone in the dungeon of the prison. He shone 
in the darkest moment of the hour of his master's absence, even when he was lied upon and suffering injustice, the guy was still right. Situation didn't determine his reaction. He was not defined by accusation. This guy, Joseph, he was faithful in all things entrusted to him. God could bruise him and use him. He suffered many times in suffering or in glory. He was faithful. In opportunity or deprivation, he was faithful. In promotion or demotion, he was faithful. This guy is amazing. This guy, he always loses his freedom, loses his shirt, his reputation, his clothes, his family, and familiar surroundings. But he never lost his character, never lost his integrity. Think about it. Never loses his industrial traits. He never loses his fear of God, never loses loyalty to those who put him where he was. He was a man with a vision of the future. His vision bothered people. He was so foolish. He told people his vision, and it cost him problems. <laughs> he thought he was naive. He thought they would buy into his vision. No, it made them hate him more. But it was not his, his fault. I mean, God has given to him. He was like Daniel. He had potential for greatness. He was a man of principles uh, to be promoted to visibility. He was elevated above the pits. He was set up for life. He's a man with an established visionary outlook on life. And yet God later on endorsed him as a prophet, a prince, a man in God's kingdom. Joseph was a, a surety for crisis intervention. Amazing. This guy was responsible for industrial revolution in his day. He's an organizer. He's a planner. This guy was a visionary, a leader, an entrepreneur. What a guy, Joseph. Not just colorful, but this guy was resourceful. This guy was awesome. And he's only 17. When, when, when people try to find their place in life, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't know where you are. Yeah. Trying to find your, your balance. This guy knew where he's going. He was faithful to his father's opinion and, and desire. He was faithful to his brothers, even though they were faithful to him. He was faithful to his master. He was faithful to his prisoner guard. He was faithful to the king. I mean, this guy just had it in him. He's loyal and faithful. Amazing. Chapters and chapters are written up to this guy. He domineered the book of Genesis. In fact, he closes it with a prophetic utterance. Joseph, we notice how he handled another man's goods. You'll never know how good Joseph is until you entrust him with the most precious thing in your life. Part of his wife. God's law. The father's trust in him. The fellow prisoners 
how he handled them, the master's goods, and also his brothers that lied on him. Amazing. It's amazing when you have power and you don't use it when you could have. It's amazing when you have skill and you don't keep it to yourself, you pass it on, and you empower others. Because keep it to yourself makes you the kingpin all the time. But if you empower other people, then you lose your significance. Right. When you share your skill, you lose your significance. Because others can replace you easily. That was not Joseph's problem. He was the master of empowering others. That's awesome, Joseph was. See, he was not just dressed up and looked the part and be colorful in his outlook. Everybody can see that, but they couldn't see the inside of him. They couldn't see it until they give him a chance to perform. Once he get a chance to perform, Joseph was the guy who made the best of any bad situation. For him, a bad situation was an opportunity for graduation. You have to confess that this guy possessed abnormal portraits of greatness. Here's a guy in servitude. He sold a slave. He could be angry, but he performed his best in stewardship. Faithful steward sold unjustly as a slave. Amen. He was in prison. The people would be angry and want to revolt, not him. He was a prince of a man. But the guard says, God is with this guy. <laughs> His brother, betrayal of him, did not defame him. He rose above the criticism and complimented his father who was not there to watch him operate. You know, great men are not made on stage. They're made on the backstage <laughs> where no one can see them. Anybody can perform on the front page. But on the, on the back page, that's where Joseph was making fame and fortune. Amen. We learned some lessons from the life of Joseph. I'm trying to hurry on here. God could trust him with tragedy bruised him, used him, and disappointed him. And Joseph still not lose his integrity with God. Joseph was not the only guy with integrity. Joseph had it. Joseph never one time blamed God, blamed his brother, blamed his father, or blamed the prison, or blamed part of his wife, or anybody for his problem. Never did. He was too busy having visions, handling visions. If you had a vision and you couldn't handle it, come and see Joseph. <laughs> so they could just tell you what goes on there. Amen. He's young as a young kid. He's not 30 years old. He's young. He's 17. 17 and he goes through all these things. And you could tell this man was a vision and it determined the mission that God had for him. And what's amazing was all these years, almost 13 years, God led him in that situation. And God wouldn't speak to him one time. Not even a word of encouragement. You know, you pray one day, God don't say you pray, you want to quit and throw the towel and walk away. Not Joseph. God didn't talk to him one time. Nobody encouraged Joseph. 
He had no encouragement in his life. Nobody supported him. Everybody got promoted, left him behind. <laughs> and, he, and here he is. But Joseph taught us how to handle our vision. And our vision can become our mission. Joseph taught us how you can manage your perils and turn it into pearls of prosperity. This guy knew how to reverse situations. Joseph taught us how to handle tragedy and turn it into triumph. God could trust him with it. He wasn't going to get mad and throw the towel. Joseph taught us how you can spend your time in the pits and don't feel self-pity. But busy preparing himself just in case he ended up in the palace. <laughs> I don't care how, this, how far he descends. He knew he was palace material and he's going to prepare himself for the possibility of elevation. He did that. Joseph taught us how to deal with demotions. Amen. Which eventually become the ladder for a promotion. If you can't handle demotion, you can't handle promotion either. Right. Joseph taught us how and what to do with another man's goods. He took care of that prison. It was not his responsibility, but he took it over, and he was a motivator to do good. Most guys plant and plot betrayal. He got to follow his brothers and try to overthrow the, the, the guard. He didn't do that, but he was a, he was a, so exemplary that the band said, Joseph, here's the key. Take care of it. You won't break away. We can trust you with this. Mm -hmm. Walked in there, see those guys looking sad. said, what's wrong with you guys? Can you imagine the guys in prison along with him asking, what's wrong with us? We're in prison. <laughs> he said, what's wrong with you guys? Get spoiled. What's your problem? Amen. The way he handled another man's stuff before God could trust him with his own. What Joseph didn't know was he was on the upward thrive for greatness. God's watching him in silence. What you live in the dark will determine what you become in the light. Think about it. In the dark, nobody can see what you're doing, what you're saying. Right. And Joseph had all the opportunity to do wrong stuff, but Joseph never did the wrong stuff. And what he was doing in the dark, God said, let's put this guy on the front stage that everybody can see. Amen. Everybody wanted to be on the front page. But no one wants to go on the back page. But Joseph said, I'll go there. And God says, let's promote this guy. But the Bible says he was always going down, 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 physically. But inwardly, he was going up, 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 because the way up is down. That's God's paradox. Think about it. His faithfulness is not determined when he was in cloud nine when all the spotlight was on him when all speaks well of him because everywhere he went everybody speak evil of him his brother says kill him <laughs> it's right to sell him Potiphar's wife said he's a crook defamed amen but still faithful 
Amen. Opportunities didn't just drop in his lap. This guy fought through crises and became great. So Joseph's faithfulness was not judged by, amen, living in the spotlight. He was always in the dungeon being sold, <laughs> being sold out. And here we find a guy living with, with rejection and isolation and still remain loyal to God. He could have charged God. He could have blamed God. Why did you deliver me? I'll be faithful to you. I'll be loyal to you. <laughs> but he kept godly principles in spite of all that he's going through. He didn't threaten God. He didn't say, I'll walk off on God. And he could have. You would never know about him. But he kept his integrity and his stewardship. And God said, I'm watching him. The Bible says God proved him. God proved him. How you handle things and trusted in our care will determine how high we rise. So it says, with a load on my shoulder, my feet will not stray. If I complain, forget the word I say. My burden keep me humble and teach me how to pray. Stewardship is not affected when praise and recognition is absent, few and far between. I talk to guys like this, but in the conference I was at, I had three pastors from three geographical locations telling me the same thing. One in a restaurant, and they're telling me, and I'm listening to them, and they don't know what I, what I believe, what I write. And Elder Lord saying, a generation is coming up. They want everything now. Right. And they'll take it by force. And, and they'll hook or crook, they'll get it. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand what suffering is. They don't understand what it is to, to labor. And too bad in our, our generation is an entire generation. We, got, we have to have it now. If we don't have it now, then we, <laughs> we, we break up. We fall apart. But Joseph didn't have one time in his life when anybody, amen, praised him. Joseph was lied upon from day one to the point of the time when they promoted him. See, the decision that we make, like Joseph, is what makes us determine if we're going to rise or not. Joseph is in jail. He made the jail look good. He made Potiphar's out. He made Potiphar's look good. And pretty soon, going to make Egypt and the king look smart. I mean, he did the work, but his name wasn't on the thing. <laughs> Somebody else took the praise and the credit. He didn't bother him. So what happened here, uh, we find what defined Joseph was not the coat of many color. Because when he lost it, he still was a performer. If everything you and I have was taken from us today, and we were thrust in the pit, and what you think is glory and colorful was gone, could you still be faithful? Could I still be faithful? Could I still be loyal? 
or would we worry about public opinion? Because public opinion was always against Joseph, always. But Joseph's color was not what made him. They stripped him of that. They stripped him of his colors, but couldn't strip him of his character. He kept that. He was faithful. So the thing that defined Joseph was faithfulness. Faithfulness. His principles, he kept those. His passion for doing what's right, he kept those. He says, I can't do this and sin against him. I can't do this and betray my father. And I can't do this and sin against my boss. Can't do it. You see, this is what happened to Joseph. Joseph was in a position where he could do it and get away with it. And nobody was going to do what he did except him and those who were there. But Joseph said, no, 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 no. There's a God up there. I got to please him. Amen. And even though he lost his coat of many colors, God had a royal robe awaiting him at the end of the journey. Right? So therefore, God prospered him above all his brothers. You can't find anywhere where Joseph's brothers was prospered like this. He ended up getting a birthright. In fact, Reuben's supposed to have it. He took it from him. <laughs> And then God gave him two sons, and the sons that God gave him, because he waited for marriage, he didn't commit fornication or adultery. He waited for his time, and God gave him a, a wife, and got kids, and <laughs> Ephraim became the head of Israel. Leadership. God blessed him and prospered him. The master promoted his leadership, put him in charge of leadership of the entire prison. That's amazing. To hand the jailhouse key and walk away. That guy's putting his life on the line. Because Joseph break up, man, he's going to be a dead man. Yeah. But he could put his life in Joseph's hand. God could put his integrity in Joseph's hand. And the king, like the prisoners, I said the, the prisoners praised Joseph. Think about it. They praised Joseph. And the master that was in his life, promoted him to leadership. And the brothers and the Egyptians had no choice but to practice his policy. Amen. He first bowed to his brothers before they bowed to him. And before I close here, I'm thinking about what was so important about Joseph's life that God put so many chapters in his life. Mm -hmm. The best of any book is not the beginning, it's the ending. The man who ends the chapter is the hero. And, 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 and the man Abraham didn't end that chapter. It was Joseph. God ended the book of Genesis beginning on Joseph's life. Amazing. 
long before there was a Moses, he said, I know that Redeemer is coming, and my bones ain't going to stay here. I'm going to tell you guys something here about brotherhood. This may be the wrong place to talk about it. And I wrote it down. What's wrong with my brothers? Why did Abel brother kill them? Why did Aaron, the brother of Moses, rose up against them? Why did Jacob, brother Esau, try to kill him? Why did David, brother, try to knock him off? Why did Solomon, brother, want to prevent him from getting to the throne? You think your brothers will want to support you. Joseph didn't have one streak of jealousy in him. Not one time. Not even. Joseph was attractive and still attractive today to all of us because he was a faithful steward. And he told his brothers, you meant me evil. God meant for good. I were all that I went through. I know God was in it. Amen. And he was a faithful steward under all circumstance. God does not choose people on the public stage. He chooses them in the pits, in the furnace, <laughs> the lion's den. He chooses them in crisis. He chooses them in problems. He chooses them in rejection. That's when you know who is who. Amen. And number two, we find that uh, Joseph was attractive because he was an industrialist. He kept the prison tidy. He could have been nasty and sloppy and, and dirty. He said, I ain't going to stay here. I'm going to try to place in the palace. <laughs> and he cleaned that place up, man. Amen. And make it looking clean, you know. Give a man a building or a car or or something, or a job, and see what he does with it when he's finished. It doesn't matter how it looked when you saw it. It's how you leave it. That's what you'll remember for. Nobody cares what, what he came and saw. But well, how do you leave it? Is it better than? Joseph left every place he left better than when he came. Joseph was also a motivator. No circumstance was so harmful and hurtful that he couldn't have a positive influence on those in the pits with him. I can't find one place Joseph ever complained. All I said was, hey, I'm free, but they sold me for slavery. And they underestimate the worth of Joseph <laughs> for a few lousy pieces of silver. But Pharaoh saw it worth more than that. <laughs> the boys, the brother says, I ain't going to bow to his dream and vision. Mm -hmm. Pierce says, at his name you bow. Yeah, right. Praise God. Amen. He was a motivator, an influencer, mm -hmm. under the most trying circumstance. Mm 
Fourthly, he was a visionary. He could see the future. He could see the future. It was like he was looking right through the wall. And even though others forgot him, he says, I don't blame them. (laughs) I don't blame them. And finally, he was a loyalist. He was loyal. Joseph. Joseph's amazing. We're told Joseph's no right songs. They have no army. He has none of those things that makes you look great, feel great, and look great. Right. All he had was his character. You know, his, his vision. He's a motivator. He was a loyalist to his passion. His passion. He was loyal to his principles. He was loyal to his position. And he was loyal to his fellow persons. Amen. Let's stand. He was loyal even when he became promoted. <laughs> he said to the brothers, I could have killed you boys if I wanted to. I got the power now. You know what they told Joseph? You will never be reigning over us. We're going to make sure you don't. We're going to strip you. It's amazing when the underdog become top dog. The, t- the thing you despise, you have to bow to it. The thing you try to overthrow, you're going to reign over you. Amazing how God does these things. And we find that in his promotion, he never forget to be charitable. He could have killed Potiphar. He could have killed that wife. He could have cut the head off of that servant and forgot him. I mean, he's got power, man. Pharaoh gave him a ring of authority. He said, now you're in charge. You're just asked for revenge. You know, beat those guys up who fought against you. No, I ain't fought. He said, am I God? I'm not going to play God. You men evil, but God turned around. And the final thing I noticed here, Pharaoh said, Joseph, do you know what this dream means? He says, I don't. But there's a God in heaven that tell you, I will not take credit that belongs to God. And I don't want you thinking that I'm a smart cookie around here. I'm not trying to impress you. But God's going to tell Pharaoh what this means, not me. I'm just a channel. In other words, I'm going to give my autograph and say, well, I'm a <laughs> Look right. how great I am. Right. My position. Oh, no, no. The higher you climb, the more humble you should be. Yes. Uh-huh. The higher you get, because God only exalt the what? The right. base things. And he says, you know what God showed me to tell you? You got seven years of plenty. That's where his frugality came in, the wisdom showed him. You, got, you know, because God didn't tell him that part. God told him what the dream meant. Well, this was Joseph's idea now. He says, God's going to give you plenty. You have famine. Well, what do I do, Joseph? This is my opinion. In the good times, safe for the bad times. <laughs> you guys smart. You guys smart. You guys, you guys didn't eat it all in one shot. He said, don't do it. Because right, right now, Egypt is eating it all up. If you spend more than you get, you're not smart. <laughs> 
Hello. Hallelujah. You shall look, Pharaoh. Surely do right. That's my, see, my opinion. Save up. Use the good times. Because bad times come with good times. And when bad time comes, you're going to have to survive another seven years. Now, all of Egypt don't know that. Boy, they're spending and carrying on. You know, <laughs> they tell me if you want to know how good a man is, watch him with money. They said, never trust a person in a position of a treasury that has money problems. Yeah. <laughs> the temptation is too great to steal, lie, and be dishonest. When you see that money rolling in, you're going to want it too. How you handle money is the same way you handle souls. There's no difference. And Joseph said, well, Pharaoh, find a man. <laughs> he said, pick me. He gets to pick me. He can't promote himself. Self-promotion is no recommendation. He said, pick me. I got all the wisdom, knowledge, man, after all. Tell it. That's 12. Just couldn't tell what it meant. Pick me. I'm, I'm the guy for the job. He didn't say that. He said, Pharaoh, find a man. Find a man who can tell you what to do. Because it's surety is going to happen. God gave you two times vision that was established. And then he, he was stepping off, going back to his, to his head. He was going back to where he came from. Then he crossed his mind. That he could be a Pharaoh's assistant mm -hmm. or go on the throne. Right. Didn't even cross his mind. Never enter his mind. He was going right back to jail. And the Pharaoh grabbed him and said, Where do you think you're going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back where I came from. Where's that? Prison. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> he looked around and said, Can anybody find anybody so smart as this? His brother said he's dumb, he's stupid, and he ain't going to do nothing like that. Did you know if his brothers had recognized how smart he was, they would never have to go to Egypt to beg for corn. <laughs> he could have been in their homeland, wow. and Egypt could have been coming to them. But they couldn't see the latent power that was in this land. They were so bad with pregnancy and jealousy that they killed the vision. Well, you can't kill a man with a vision. Just rise to the top. Amen. And Joseph, hang on to the vision. Pierce said, no, no, no. Hmm. Can anybody find a, a guy as smart as he is? He says, discreet, discretion, and as frugal as he thinks. The brother says, Oh, sir? He said, okay, you're going to sit right here in the throne with me. He said, I'm right here. And Pharaoh took off his ring of authority. Amen? Three hands. And sitting on his face right here. I said, the only person greater than you in Egypt is me. And at your name, every knee shall bow. Mm -hmm. And he come by. Everybody bow. Joseph is coming. <laughs> he even forgot he told his brothers that. 
And when they came begging for bread, and he saw them, the guy is so smart, he's not bilingual. He can speak Egyptian and Hebrew. Oh. He's still learning. The guy's like, guy an educator. He learned the language. He can speak it now. And he said, I know those guys. Those are the guys that sold me. Those are the guys that beat me up and injured me and sold me for whatever. And they thought they destroyed me. But they were wrong. They didn't destroy me. They promoted me. Because I couldn't get to the throne if they didn't know what they did. But they, their plan was used to put me where I'm at. And now they're begging me for bread. Hey, you know what he did to them? He gave me pay with them. But after all, he said, look, I'm Joseph. I'm the guy that you said would never have that dream come true. I'm the guy that used to be the funniest soul for, and they thought, you're going to kill us. He said, oh, no, not me. If you die, I won't be the one to kill you. You're going to kill yourself or God going to do it because I'm not God. But I'm going to nourish you. See what that is? He's feeding those that try to kill him. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And brought his father over. Brought his father over. Amen. Where's Potiphar all that time? Where's Potiphar's wife probably over there? <laughs> He's not he was the power destructively. He was the power constructively. Faithful, fruitful, frugal, famous. Once a sinner, now a savior. Ha! It took my coat, but he couldn't take my character. You put me in prison, I'm in the palace. Joseph, Mama, Dad, said, Boy, you think I'm going to bow to you, boy? Me bow to you, boy? Just my son now, he's king. Mm -hmm. Bow those knees. Pharaoh said, You bow or you dare, dead man. Let's worship God. Peace, exalted.